Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Even though we may not like the thought, most of the time we are not in control of our own lives. Though things may feel pretty hopeless at times, Pastor J.D. reminds us today that Jesus is always in control. He may not always work things out like you would, but he always works things out for his glory and your good. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 10th, 2022. One's ability to buy and sell will be predicated upon one's compliance and not defiance. So again, bear with me. Everything will now be determined by environmentally your carbon footprint. That'll lower your social credit score because of your environmental defiance and non-compliance. Let's talk about the injection. Oh, you haven't had your 321st booster shot? Well, there goes your score. You go into the store, there goes your score, because you're not in compliance. And it's across the board in every arena. Oh, you, uh, I, I see here you posted something on social media that goes against the narrative. There goes your score. And, oh, by the way, we're tracking everything, so we know everything because of this technology. So every transaction, everything you do, (laughs) we know it. And we've been watching you, (laughs) and um, you can't buy. You can't sell because you're not in compliance. For those who are interested, we did an update on December 6th of 2020 titled The Great Setup, which leads to the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, which is by 2030 a reset of the whole world so that you will own nothing and be happy. Because they're going to control everything. It's, and it's already happening, exactly as, again, we're told it would. On April 4th of 2021, we did an update and looked in depth into what's known as this social credit score system in an update titled, Coming to a Head. I hope you don't tire me saying this, but 
the technologies already in place? That's not the question. The question is not, well, do we have that technology in place now to track ev- not just every human, everything? It was the internet of things, now it's the internet of bodies. Everyone is going to be connected to this technology. And that technology is already in existence. And one need look no further than to, of all places, China, to see it operational and functional, even now as we speak. Dare I say, that the aforementioned calm before the storm is an indication of just how close we are to the seven-year tribulation. If everything's already in place, and we're on the brink slash cusp, and this is the calm before the storm, wouldn't it stand to reason that we're that close? And, oh, by the way, my Bible says it's sudden destruction. And the thing about sudden destruction, as you know, is that it's sudden destruction. <laughs> that sudden comes suddenly. Thankfully, Jesus will take those who are born again of the Spirit of God out of this world prior to the horrific seven-year tribulation that is coming suddenly. However, those who were not will be left behind and go through what Jesus said would be the likes of which man has never seen. The tribulation that is coming upon the whole world. It's for this reason, and please, I... Please hear me when I say this. I would implore you to make the most important decision of your life for eternal life while there's still time. Well, Pastor, you say that every week. I know. And I'm going to continue to say it every week. There is coming a time when I will not say it, (laughs) because I won't be here to say it. And I'm hoping you'll not be here for me to say it either. That's how quickly it's coming. What's happening right now is just the calm before this storm that's coming suddenly. Please, I, this is another thing I was praying about in anticipation of today's update. I know that every week we end with the gospel and the ABCs of salvation. And my prayer was that today, this week, it would not just be rote or a formality or here we go again or I'm already saved. I really would like for you to give me your undivided attention because I want to explain very simply the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. And the reason I'm saying that 
that way is because this is the only way we're getting out of this. You've probably noticed, those of you that have been coming for any length of period of time, that conspicuously absent from these prophecy updates is any mention of, we need to rise up, we need to fight back. Do you want to know why? Because that would be akin to rearranging the deck furniture on the Titanic. It's going down. It's going down. The signs are all around. And if Jesus were here today, He is, <laughs> in spirit and truth. But if He was here, He would say to us, you know, you're really good at predicting the the weather and what's coming, but why don't you do that when it comes to Bible prophecy? The signs are all around. The clouds are forming. You can see them right there on the horizon. It's coming. And there's not much time. There's not much time. And why would you waste your time trying to keep this thing on life support? Listen, th this world is destined for destruction. The judgment of God is coming. I know that that's not a popular message. Ask Jeremiah about that. We're in Jeremiah on Thursday nights. Judgment is coming. Jesus is coming. We talked about this last week. That should either be so exciting or rightfully so, so terrifying to you depending on your position in Christ. If you don't know Jesus, you're left behind. You should rightfully be terrified. I'd rather scare people into heaven than flatter them into hell. And if this needs to scare the H-E double toothpicks, maybe I'll say it like that, out of you, then so be it if that's what it takes. But there is no time. It's just a matter of time. Jesus said, if my kingdom were here of this world, my disciples would fight. But they're not going to fight because my kingdom is not here. That's why conspicuously absent from the prophecy updates is any mention of, hey, we need to get our guy in office. Hey, we need to rise up and we need to form a coalition, and we need to protest, and we need to do this, we need to do that. By the way, if you're new to the church, first of all, we welcome you. We're delighted that you're here, but there's something you probably need to know. Full disclosure, we're not about that here. There's only one thing we're about here, and it's Jesus. It's Jesus. You know, if that's um, not what you're wanting, I, I can just very lovingly say there are many other churches that are into that, but we don't do that here. We don't do that here. It's all about Jesus. Salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ. He's coming to rescue us out of this world. He's coming to take us out of this world. That's our only hope. It's not just our blessed hope, it's our only hope. Our only way out of this, with what's coming, 
I mean, right now, as, even as I was talking about the economic aspect of this, the coming <laughs> storm economically and this digital currency, I could tell. Not that I can read your minds. Wait, no, I can't read your minds, but I could tell. And the reason I could tell is because I did the same thing, and I still do. And I have to have the Holy Spirit check my heart. Because I'm thinking about, wait a minute, what about the investments? And i got this over here, and i got that over there. And man, if they're going to centralize everything, and confiscate everything, and tax and penalize everything, and uh, man, what am I going to do? And it's, Jesus is like, hello? <laughs> what? what are you doing? Well, I mean, you know, this is coming. Yeah, but I'm coming. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry, Lord. You preach it every week, preacher. That's that's me. I'm talking about myself here. You preach it every week. What are you worrying about? Why do you run to and fro? The pagans do that. Why do you worry about what you're going to eat? And where? Don't worry about that. Your Heavenly Father will feed you and take care of you. Whatever needs you have prior to that trumpet sounding, God is going to provide, and even now is. You don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, but I've got this in this portfolio. Oh, so you've laid up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust can destroy, and where a thief can break in and steal, it seems. How about you lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where that can't happen? Because where your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. <laughs> Notice he didn't say it the other way around, where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. No, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. Oh, maybe that's why you got your treasure down here. You've dug your roots down too deep in the temporal soil of this earth. I'm almost finished. I, I will end, but uh, please, again, I... I would implore you to please reconsider and revisit the seriousness with which, and the suddenness with which everything is coming to pass, as we were told it would. Because see, I don't want for anyone to be caught off guard when, not if, the rapture happens and for them have it be as a thief in the night. I want all of us to be watching, expecting that the Lord could come back for us at any time, and He will. And the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is removed. And you talk about the calm before that storm, he's already alive and well, by the way. So is the false prophet. And as soon as we're taken out, that's it, man. That's it. This is life and death serious, eternal life and eternal death serious. In fact, in preparation for the Resurrection Sunday sermon, I'm kind of seeking the Lord about this. Kind of different than in past years, because Jesus came the first time to die on the cross, be buried, and be raised again from the dead on the third day, and also He could come back 
one day. That's, that's the gospel, the good news. It's not just the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus, it's the return of Jesus too. That's the good news of salvation. And that's what salvation is, right? Salvation, I'm going I'm to be saved. We, we, we say, I'm, I'm saved. Saved from what? I'm saved. I'm saved from eternity in hell, and I'm going to be saved out of this evil world that seems to be waxing more and more evil with each passing day. That's the gospel, the good news. Well, pastor, how can I be saved? Well, it's very simple. Well, what do you need to do? You don't have to do anything. It's already been done. All you have to do is believe. It's that simple. And that's why we do the ABCs, starting with the A, which is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner, because until and unless you acknowledge that you've sinned, why would you be interested in a Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one can be good enough. You might be good, but no one is good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. We've all transgressed God's law. Every single one of us. And there's a penalty for that, by the way. And it's the death penalty, for the wages of sin is death. Romans 6.23, and that's the bad news. But here's the good news. The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's just the A, and it really is that which leads centrally to the B, because really it boils down to just believe. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, this is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Believe. And then what comes when you believe is this <laughs> expression, confession, calling upon the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And finally, Romans 10.13, it says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Is that too simple? So one last thing, just so we're clear here. Only those who call upon the name of the Lord, believing in their hearts on the person of Jesus Christ, are going to be saved out of this world and taken in the rapture, yes. So if I'm not saved, I'm going to be left behind, yes. So that's why you're yelling at us and screaming at us and spitting on us? Yes, actually it is. That's what's at stake here. 
That's what's at stake here. I'm trying to get as many people off of that Titanic of this fallen world as I can before it goes down. And it's just on the brink, okay, of going down. can happen at any time. That's how close we are. I want to share with you a but God testimony. This one comes from Ruthie, who writes, Several weeks ago I wrote asking for prayer for my licensed LPN daughter who would not take the vaccine and was out of a job fresh out of LPN school. Today she got a job. It is with a home health agency who serves people in their homes. She is so excited to see God's faithfulness to her as she kept saying, and I like this, God's got this. That's because He does. Thank you for praying with us, Ruthie. You know, when God allows something like this to happen, never imagine that He doesn't have something infinitely better in store for you. He is in absolute control. It's been, and I'm sure you've heard it said, when God shuts one door, He opens up another one. Well, how about this one? God may not want to use a door. He may have a window over here that He wants to have you go through that you weren't even thinking of. And it's always way more better. That's a <laughs> it's always infinitely better for His glory. You might be here today or watching online, and it's a struggle, and it seems to be getting worse. I really want to encourage you. Yes, the Lord is coming back, but until that trumpet sounds, God's got this. God's got you safely in the palm of His hand, under the shadow of His wing, He will always provide, oftentimes in ways that you could have never imagined, and it's always exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything you could have ever thought, let alone asked. You be encouraged, and encourage one another with these words. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you. Lord, it's uh, pretty clear. (laughs) It's coming. And you told us it would. And it's not just near, it really does seem to be here. And so Lord, I just want to close with this prayer, very simply, for anyone who is here or watching that has never called upon you, believing in their heart, putting their trust in you. Lord, I pray that today they would make that decision because today is the day of salvation, that they would not delay any longer. And Lord, you're always so gracious. You just gently, over a period of time, just keep knocking on that door. But Lord, I pray that today that door is opened so that you can come in and sup with us and us with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.